Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst with Money Markets here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, if you aren't already, I do want to make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. This is where you're going to find a lot of great features that we have every week with Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, Greens Unfortunate's co-editor Charles Sizemore, and myself. Uh, we've created a new membership program there. We uh, want to give you exclusive insight into cannabis investing uh, that includes uh, stocks, interviews, news, all sorts of things. All that is available on our YouTube channel. And uh, check out our website, moneymarkets.com, every day, where we provide you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information uh, for your portfolio. The team works very hard uh, each and every day, including the weekends, to make sure we get that information to you. You can sign up for our uh, free daily e-letter. Uh, you'll get all that information put into one email sent to you for free. Now, today's podcast. Today, I'm going to discuss a different way to invest in companies. This is based on a, a reader question uh, that was asked to me. And I'm going to go over our recent YouTube poll. But uh, recently, I got an email from Ramon, who emailed me at feedback at moneymarkets.com. And, and he asked about one uh, particular way to invest in companies. He said, I would like to thank Money Markets uh, for all the good information that we receive every week. And I'd like to see if you may share information regarding investing in warrants. Well, thank you for the email, uh, Ramon, and uh, expect an email from my team to set you up with some money market swag for uh, sending in that great question. Thank you very much. Now, warrants are very similar to another way uh, to another way you can invest, which are options. Uh, but there are differences as well as pros and cons to investing in warrants. Warrants are like options in that they give the holder the right, not necessarily the obligation, to buy or sell an underlying security at a certain price. They're different from options in that warrants are actually issued from a company whereas options are offered by an exchange like the Chicago Board, uh, uh, Board of Options Exchange or CBOE. So with options, the company is, is uh, issuing the warrant. They're usually selling, adding additional stock to their, uh, to their uh, outlying portfolio to offer these warrants to, for, for investors to buy in. Uh, a warrant is delivered uh, uh, by the issuing company uh, instead of a counterparty, so, which would be like an exchange. Um, now, like options, warrants can be call warrants, which gives you the right uh, to buy a security, or put warrants, which gives you the right to sell a security. They also have expiration dates, uh, just like options, and, and types of exercise. American warrants can be exercised at any time uh, before the expiration date, whereas European warrants can only be exercised at the date of expiry. Warrants also come with what's called a conversion ratio. Uh, this is the number of warrants it takes to buy or sell one share of stock. Now, if a warrant has a three to one ratio, it means it takes three warrants to buy one share of stock. If the share price is low, then the conversion ratio is usually pretty high. If the share price is high, the conversion ratio is usually pretty low. It doesn't always happen that way, but it is more common than not. Uh, warrants are also very high risk, high return investments. Uh, the advantage of warrants is that an investor can control more shares with warrants than with buying stock. For example, if company A is priced at $1.50 a share, you'd need about $1,500 to buy 1,000 shares. Now, if the same company offers call warrants at 50 cents a share, you'd have the right to buy 3,000 shares for the same $1,500. So you actually would be able to control more shares with the same amount of money if you bought the stock outright in the market. Now, let's say the company's share price rises uh, 30 cents to $1.80. That's a 20% gain. Uh, now, if the warrant also gains 30 cents to 80 cents a share, uh, a warrant rather, that's a 60% gain. 
However, the percentages also work as a disadvantage if the stock price drops. Using the same 30 cent loss, the, the Warren investor would actually lose 60%. Also, Warrens can go down to zero, just like options. So uh, you have to understand there is a high risk and a high reward possibility with warrants. Now, the one thing that brought warrants uh, to the forefront of investing is special purpose acquisition companies or SPACs. SPACs, or as they're widely known as blank check companies, uh, are publicly traded companies whose sole purpose is to raise funds through the public market to buy one or more private companies. When the SPAC buys a private company, that private company then becomes public, thus avoiding the traditional uh, initial public offering process, which can be a little long and somewhat grueling. So basically the SPAC is public, raises money, buys a comp private company, and then by a reverse acquisition, by reverse, that private company then becomes public. And the SPAC basically becomes a shell company with no shares or anything like that. Now, in 2020, there were 248 SPACs that raised $83.3 billion in capital by going public. Uh, of those 248 SPACs, 80% of them offered investors shares and warrants as part of their capital raise. It could either be a share and a warrant, a share and a half warrant, a share and a third warrant, uh, a share and a quarter warrant. It could have gone, it, it was kind of ran the gamut. And this means investors could buy a share and also buy the right to purchase additional shares at a predetermined price after the SPAC went public. Uh, in terms of risk, warrants and options are very similar. As I said, the gains can be big, but the losses can also be just as big. Stock options, however, exist from two months to three years. Stock warrants can last up to 15 years in duration. Another thing to consider here is that when you buy warrants from a company, you don't have the same rights as a shareholder, and you're not going to receive dividend payments if the company pays those out. You don't have voting rights. Uh, you can't vote by proxy. You can't do any of that as a warrant holder. You also don't get a dividend. So bear that in mind when you're starting and think about the possibility of buying warrants. If you're looking to play a really long game here uh, with your portfolio, then warrants are worth looking at. However, if it's short-term gains that you're looking for, it's probably best to stick with stock options or just regular buying over across the market, buying traditional shares. So that's kind of my take on, uh, on warrants. I uh, certainly hope I answered your question, Ramon. Feel free to ask a question or send a video of you asking a question to feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. You do so and we use it. You're going to have some free swag coming your way. Now, I want to look at our results from the latest poll on YouTube. Last week, we asked you if you thought there was going to be a market correction in the near future. Uh, and this was on the heels of a video I did last week uh, about uh, how, how things are kind of setting up for a potential market correction. Surprisingly, 27% of you believe there is a market correction of more than 15% coming by October. On the other side, 36% of you said that you were still bullish and didn't really see a market correction coming anytime soon. Andy commented, there's plenty of economic indicators. We've been more than 10 years on a rebound, higher minimum wage, higher government spending, higher inflation, plus two things that don't happen very much, which is markets at their all-time high and interest rates also at all-time lows. Kerry also said, this is a tough one. If the markets continue to be disconnected from Main Street, then it'll continue to have a life of its own. That's valid. If, in fact, it is a pulse of Main Street, albeit weak, the pain of the average American will eventually reach up and pull the line down to meet reality. Also, very true. Big Nigel commented, I think the market environment has changed since the 2020 COVID lockdown. A huge influx of retail traders have entered the market more now than ever before. Then GameStop and AMC earlier this year drew huge media attention and the eyes and ears of average Joes. It's changed. More volatile, unexpected raises and dips, strange market reactions to earning reports. It feels different. And I have to agree. 
And I thank you for everyone who commented and voted on our poll. I appreciate that. Uh, the S&P 500, just to kind of as a related note, the S&P 500 has continued to climb to new record highs despite economic information, albeit not necessarily inflationary information, tells us that it really shouldn't. In the last 12 months, the S&P 500 index has risen 37%. Doesn't show much sign of slowing down. Sometimes the gains are a little slight. Sometimes they're massive, but it's still moving in an upward trajectory. Now, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Just head over to youtube.com, search Money and Markets uh, if you're not already there. Also, be sure to subscribe, mash that notification bell, get notified every time we post a new video. You can check out our new video series, Ask Adam Anything. I get to sit down with Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell and ask him anything you want if you submit a question to feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. Com. Also, Charles uh, Charles Sizemore has a video series called Investing with Charles. I get to sit down with Charles and we give uh, we get his take on a specific economic or investment trends, things like that. Uh, also, the, the door is open there. If you want to ask a question to Charles, you can do so. You can comment on YouTube or you can email us at feedback at moneymarkets.com. We've also launched a new community on our YouTube channel. It gives you exclusive content related to the cannabis market. It includes interviews, company breakdowns, advanced insight into our cannabis watch list, which is up double digits, by the way, uh, and much, much more. And all that is on our YouTube channel. If you have a question or particular stock or sector you'd like us to look at, like I said, email us, feedback at moneymarkets.com. We'll drop that right down below. We'd love to do that. Send us a video of you asking a question. We'd love to do that. We'd love to include that in our videos as well. So send a video asking a question, maybe uh, telling us something that's on your mind uh, or something like that. We'd love to use it if we do. Free Money Market swag is coming your way. So make sure you do that. Head over to moneymarkets.com. Check out uh, all the content we have there. Plus sign up for our free daily e-letter. In it, we give you safe, sound, smart, simple investing information. Until next time, this is Money Markets Research Analyst Matt Clark and host of The Bull and the Bear, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 